Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. I'm Chieko Dunham. I'm Jake. Hello, Jake. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us once again. Always happy to talk some Ghibli. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute is another way to say that. Today we're talking about Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Minute 102. 102. Minute 102 starts with Nausicaa drifting off of Mev. Mm-hmm. That's the actual title of a uh, of a Skinamax movie, I think. Nausicaa drifting off. Anyway, and it ends <laughs> with Nausicaa stumbling forward toward the wounded home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we cut off from the last minute in 101 where she has her arms wide open. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, look like she's about to hug that flying jar. And I don't understand why, but, you know, she, she just wants to. And then... <laughs> She jumps off her little glider. Yeah. And then she starts, that's when the, you know, the guy with the bad facial hair starts shooting at her. And he's shooting at her just as well as the other guy, but he actually hits his mark twice, but in like the most weird of places. Shoulder and the The ankle. Ow. I know. It's like, if you're shooting at someone, I feel like you're going to aim for the bigger target, which would be the center of the person. So like the abdomen. He's not strong enough to like handle the, the gun. He can't, like the recoil is... He's making it bounce around. He just he doesn't have the you know the he needs the strong... does not have the power. Yeah, he doesn't have the upper body strength to keep it steady. Doesn't have the strong hands of a young Khajiit soldier. That's why he just presses the buttons for the missiles, right? <laughs> that's, yeah. that's right. You think he you think that was like a, a division of labor in the last minute, like the younger guys on the on the machine gun. The other guy had he was pressing buttons. Yeah, missile launch buttons. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true, but like I don't know. It's just it's just kind of funny to me because like he's a better shot than the other guy, but the other guy has the steadier hands. Then how did he miss all that time? I think he, he's just distracted by love. Yeah. Well, like I said, I think you know the the earlier Nausicaa was weaving and bobbing. You know, he, she was like Muhammad Ali, and now in this minute she's not moving at all. She's just yeah. Well, I feel like she's. I feel like she, she's falling with style. Mm. She's channeled her inner Buzz Lightyear. Yes, because she yeah. really is. She's falling like perfectly. Like when she lets go of her glider, instead of like there's. I feel like normally, like when you see people like jump off things, like especially in the air, there's a little bit of a stumble until they like kind of like regain oh, the balance. Oh yeah, like, but she's got that from the get go. Yeah, good little and little yeah scramble, little yeah. fluttering of limbs. Little yeah, on the third kind yeah, of stumble yeah, before exactly. he actually falls. So how jealous do you think the younger guy is? Because she basically oh yeah lands in the arms of the older guy. <laughs> I mean, she embraces him. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's 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 really jealous right he's now. I would think seething with rage. Yes, that just with adds his... to the air pressure. Yeah, <laughs> his his eyes are actually going to start glowing red here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that crackling sound of his yeah. of his fingers working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> and, um, I feel like when she jumps off her glider and as it goes off into the night sky, mm-hmm. I feel like that glider is kind of like alive to a certain degree because it just shows up at like the best of times sometimes it does at times it was the best of times it was the worst of times it was the time you stuck your ankle into the lake the lake of acid mm, ow. <laughs> but like 
he does like she lands perfectly too she's like she's like she's the best shot out of everyone in this whole movie yeah because mm-hmm. she falls off the glider and just like glides right towards the guy and just like you know tackles yeah. him stays on falls target. on him yeah she's the only one that's can actually fire a gun so they need to stick her her on the gun and then just let everyone else sit back and watch. Yeah, they need to like recruit her for training. Yeah, she, needs she to like hold she master killed classes. like a whole room of sol- of Tolmekian soldiers with just a Swiss Army cane. That's right. Yeah, um, it's just funny because like once she takes him down, like she crashes into him. It's like I don't know. if She probably hit something and like that's where like the engine on the flying jar just suddenly just stops. Either- <laughs> stops working and that's when they land you know ever so luckily on the one island in the middle of the lake of acid mm-hmm. and the so you only don't think crashes they were, into the ground you don't think they were started. purposely they were already piloting towards that island you i feel like they, they were set it down least, i feel like they were still trying to get it to the the specific area because they want to drop it off so it can take out their enemies right oh you think they were going to go toward the valley yeah i think they were going to yeah. put it like in the center of the Valley. you know like or like you know like at least on the opposite side of where you want them to go then they could just fly away mm-hmm. like because that would be the smart thing to do because if you drop your enemy off close to you towards your target doesn't mean that it's going to actually yeah, get right. to your target so that's my mode of thinking okay. you know it's like they, they're still trying to go but they land perfectly on the one strip of land like i said in the middle of this lake of acid because of you know it doesn't rain there anymore there's no water there there's just acid in the lakes and poisonous flowers and uh, what, what else is wrong with the atmosphere again well you got the miasma from yeah. the forest yeah which yeah, is the, which is giving everybody arthritis <laughs> and glaucoma yeah and yeah and that, yeah asthma and glaucoma that just doesn't sound does not sound like a good time no <laughs> and then they crash well they both crash down on like i said this the lucky piece of eye. It's the protagonist luck because she is the title character in this movie and mm-hmm. she can't die yet. Well, I don't think and the I don't think the the flying jar. I don't think that was going to crash on its own until the the baby Ohm like whips it. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's well, it's dragging on the land and then that sets brings the flying jar down as well. Mm-hmm. And if that Ohm wasn't in pain, it is now. Yeah, so like right around like second fifteen, sixteen. You can see the ohm just kind of whip its yeah, it like turns twi- yeah, it twists its kind of the its head or like whatever a sharp right yeah, that... it just cracks the cracks it like a whip and brings the the flying jar yeah, down. the jar just goes immediately down. I feel like that would be enough impact to kill the people in the flying jar. See, that's what I thought too. <laughs> They're all thrown miraculously clear. Mm-hmm. And Tet uh, Tet holding on strong throughout this whole sequence. Yeah, is it? I guess you can. It's fortunate that uh, it was the opposite shoulder that got hit from yeah. the one that Teto was perched on. Yeah, that. I think everyone in the theater would have cried if Teto just died. Just like everyone's up and then, then you'd have a John Wick moment. Like everyone's just, I have to kill you because you killed my fox squirrel instead of you killed my puppy. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that you never do in movies: kill the dog. Yep, makes everybody upset. I'm gonna have to go to see John Wick now. <laughs> Oh, you should. You should see the first one and the second one. Mm. Both excellent. I'm excited for the third when they get actually go into that. But like, yeah, as it crashes down, you see like bullets and like these boxes cast. Yeah. And then Nausicaa is the one that gets thrown the furthest. And But she's the one that recovers. The quickest. The quickest. Yeah. And she and she's the one with two bullet wounds as well. 
Well, like, yeah. well, once they land, like, Tato gets up and kind of, like, urges her on. Now, when yeah, you look at Tato... I think the other, the two Pajit soldiers have probably just, they've been just, you know, they haven't had a lot to do. They probably bought, brought, like, a case of beer. So they're just, they're probably pretty groggy and kind of sleepy. They've just been throwing back <laughs> through the drinking. whole time. Yeah. This flying jar just basically, you know, flies it's itself. Flies. And that's why they can't hit anything as well. <laughs> that's why. There's, they've got glaucoma and they're slightly tipsy. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> They've got, they've got many issues. But, like, when I looked at Tato for the first time, it reminded me, of basically, that that's, like, a Pokemon. Yeah. Eevee. Yeah. You know? That's uh-huh. what, it, you know, that's really what I thought. Yeah. But, um, you know, Tato kind of revives Nausicaa a little bit, you know, giving, giving her some, some tender, loving care. Is that as much what as... he's good for? I can't think of it. Has he been useful at all this well, entire she, He does... He does protect her a little bit by attacking people that kind of like come close to Nausicaa. I mean, he hisses. He hisses at who? Who was it that he was protected her from? I'm trying to remember. I think wasn't it one of the soldiers? I have to go back and rewatch the whole film because I feel like <laughs> Teto does I have protect to look for Nausicaa. this one specific scene. <laughs> right? You know, I feel like Teto does protect Nausicaa. She like the first fight that she gets into after he. Uh, he jumps away yeah, and hides away in a, like a little alcove yeah. in the wall. Yeah, like, and that's pretty much it because he bites her initially, and yeah, and then she ends up, yeah, and then it's like, doesn't... oh, that sweet taste of blood. So technically, that fox squirrel's a vampire. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he hasn't, he hasn't, he doesn't bite anybody else though. Yeah, maybe he's more like most dogs, where they're more like an alarm, an alarm system. Maybe. Like they just make the noises when they get close. <laughs> I guess. Like a support, like a therapy animal. <laughs> Yeah, a therapy squirrel. That, that I'm sure that's probably someone be has thing that. Like I'm a, pretty sure so, oh, someone yeah. does. Oh yeah. oh yeah. If someone can have a therapy peacock, oh, I yeah. think someone has a therapy squirrel. <laughs> oh, a therapy peacock. Sometimes, I, well, so, some people just love certain animals for the most odd reasons. Yeah. So if you, it's an animal that you can procure, I'm guessing it's giving you some kind of therapy. Mm-hmm. So where do we do we see Mev later, or do we I can't do we remember. know where it winds up the glider? I can't remember. Does it just land in the water, or that would be it's, unfortunate? It's probably there in the credits, right? The ending credits. At oh least. yeah, probably. So somebody retrieved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there is the uh, the people that are on the ship that fire at the Omu as they're you know in rage. So I'm guessing. Yeah. They probably said, "Oh yeah, my Mev flew off that way, and someone went and grabbed it." Mm-hmm. That, yeah. So and this this little baby ohm, it's losing even. It's like a fountain. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like heavy it's like, streams of just blood. Well, have you ever seen Kill Bill? Mm. I have. Chieko is not old enough to have seen Kill Bill mm. yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know when she get when um, what's her face gets her arm cut off and it shoots like thirty yep. feet of blood. Yep. Same ba- same basic concept. <laughs> You know, right. and like, because it it is bleeding profusely, and and who's to say how long they've had that baby ohm, basically? Because they've probably had it for at least a little while to capture it, you know, yeah. hoist it up on by the flying jar, and then fly it, you know, however distance it went. So that that's why that's why I'm surprised why this thing is not dead yet, because with how much blood it's gushing, mm-hmm. you know, and how small it is, it's not like if it was like a full grown omu and it was bleeding kind of like this one, I wouldn't be as worried because of the size that the omu become, yeah. you know, but it should be dead already. <laughs> so the om shell is supposed to be so strong that even ceramic blades oh, yeah. won't cut it, right? Right. So how yeah. did they puncture it like half a dozen times with these missiles and, and hooks maybe and so the, forth? 
Baby Omu's skin isn't as tough yet. Yeah. yeah. Did they catch maybe, it like right after it molted? You know, it would have had to been like something along those lines because yeah. you think about like, you know, species in our world today that have really hard skin. There's times where they didn't. So it makes sense that it probably doesn't hasn't developed the full thickness or like hardness of the shell yet. That mm-hmm. would be my best guess. Yeah. So you think it's it's just as it, as a youngster it hasn't developed thick yeah. skin, or do you think there was like a period like it's molted and there's like a period before like the new shell hardens? Because well, we see it's them probably, molt, right? Yeah. yeah, it's probably like right after it molted, or maybe. So do you think they maybe. were? How lucky were they, or were they hunting this thing? I would figure that they would probably were tracking it because they didn't yeah. just come out of this yeah. plan with this plan out of the blue, you know. Oh yeah. So they probably been working were on this plan for months and probably yeah. had a team out tracking one of these things. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, it makes perfect sense to me. But this conspiracy goes deep. <laughs> right. And but yeah, like you see, like the blood gush out of it, like in I think it's like three different spots, and like yeah. I feel like if you're having projectile blood, you know that's that's a cause of concern yeah because like three or four like because if you think about our our system if you have blood gushing out that means you've nicked an artery yeah Mm -hmm. and if you don't deal with that fast you're gonna bleed out yeah within minutes you know Mm -hmm. and that almost been on been hanging you know dangling there for yeah at least least two minutes (laughs) at least two minutes that we know of so like but still like even then it's just like even if it's a couple hours, like that thing should be dead. Yeah. Unless it like, because I I don't know. Because you look at it like throughout this whole minute, it gushes blood more than once. Yeah. And it gushes enough blood to die Nashka's clothes. Yeah. 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 So, so I would say, like I said, it's a miracle that that thing's alive. Yeah. And that it stays alive. And then how do they get Nausicaa and the Omu off the island? Do they just like, they still leave it hooked up and just like drag it off again? (laughs) Or do they like, actually get a flying ship out there and like huh? load it on and then get it off the, the island they do that? Can't remember. what's that you can't remember we'll find out yeah we'll find next out week or next week right? oh i don't know i can't remember when we but yeah i think they cook it back up right no do they i feel like you're just gonna cause that thing to die even faster because you're like you know even if the wounds healed around the you know the objects that are in its skin yeah. if you're gonna pull them on again with its own body weight you know it's gonna reopen those wounds do you th- they have had to have something a way to make it do you think they do you think it's only started spurting blood now? Do you think there's like some type of wound that that doesn't make any sense? No, that no, wasn't that it's, bad it and had... deteriorated to the point where it's yeah. spurting now or no? No, because it's punctured like in half a dozen places with these hooks yeah. and stuff. I know, because like if as we'll discuss in the next minute, as she gets close, you see some like I said, it looks like bullet holes and cut some pretty consistent streams. Yeah, yeah. So it's again, it's like living on i would say on borrowed time mm-hmm. but you know as she as they land like i feel like even as they land with that flying jar to have the the thrust to carry that that baby omen would have been something significant so it's probably not something light i would yeah, say definitely so not. as it's as it like you know as the as the ohm drags the flying jar to the ground it would have had to been like you know some kind of force so opening more wounds we, we need yeah. a we need some kind of doctor on here that knows bug biology oh <laughs> get cheryl back on. get cheryl back on yeah get cheryl back on and have her discuss the how how did that omu live it should be dead by now <laughs> it should and, be dead and and what kind of fluid do bugs circulate mm. so let's look at this uh at the we see the inside of this oh, yeah. uh, flying jar 
me see. It's advanced enough to fly with no propellers or visible engine. Mm -hmm. It's got like a wood floor. Yeah. And what else are we seeing? Are we like? Looks like some chairs. It was chairs. Looks well. Maybe one of that's the stand for the machine gun. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the one in the center. See a couple gears. I mean, yeah, there's like a, a a thing on the floor that looks like a gear, and then like on the side, it's looks like something you turn. Yeah, like little handles. Yeah. Which makes sense, you know, because you got to steer at least one direction or the other. Yeah. Oh. Now yeah. what's the tr now what's the turn radius for this? <laughs> Do they just like let it spin like a top, like it can spin that quick? Because mm. like if 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 it can, then they should have shot down Nasca like from the get go. Yeah. But it moves. I feel like its turn radius, though it might be good, it's just slow moving, especially when it's carrying, you know, the ohm. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe that but was still... part of the problem with their shooting is that every every time they move the gun, that would like cause a reaction in the actual flying jar itself. They just can't get like the you know the angular momentum correct. Mm -hmm. Does that make any sense? A little. It makes makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay. Like they move the gun, yeah. and then the, the the jar keeps going in that same direction. Oh. Like, oh, what? What? And they <laughs> what? keep twisting back and forth. They just haven't gotten well, that figured out. Yeah. Well, going, yeah, going back to the beginning of the minute, like what looks like there's some, what we probably saw was the stand, like I said, for the gun, but then like on the one side you have the levers, so that's probably oh, what we yeah. see when it falls to the ground. Because mm -hmm. that doesn't look like, it's a, I'm guessing that it's very like an open floor plan, like all the, you know, driving you know, all the basic stuff's on the outside of the circle. Yeah. yeah. And then the, I feel like the machine gun should be like towards the middle so like it can spin around quicker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it can shoot at all angles. Yeah. But I feel like if you're not smart, you're going to, if you're spinning around so fast, you're either going to hit the guy or shoot the guy that you're flying with. Yeah. So it's not very well thought out. I feel like you need to have the gun like kind of like perched up like on like a, like on a, you know, like on a boat that has the crow's nest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like have like the gun set up there. That way you can kind of like aim down, aim up, but like. That way it doesn't have to worry about spinning around and killing the guy that's flying the flying jar. Yeah. So this jar isn't very well designed. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. I agree. The engineers were not the smartest of the engineers. It's like, we, yeah, need, they... we need something to fly that can carry things. Oh, let's make this flying jar. Yeah, I feel like it's more like a scout vehicle and maybe that's that stand like should be like a, a telescope or something on that stand. Yeah. And just kind of jury-rigged a, 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 a machine gun on top of it. Yeah, yeah, because I wonder if it flies even higher, because I feel like it's weighed down by the ohm, so maybe it goes higher up into the air for scouting. So this, I could see that this island it seems pretty low. Do you think? Do you think the acid lake is affected by tides, and does this island like stay above water the whole time? I'm just wondering if just like the soil on this island is it's kind of itself a little acidy. Just the thought of <laughs> acid waves horrifies me. Acid waves. <laughs> That's a great album. That is a Has good a album waves. name. <laughs> Played by the Grateful Dead. <laughs> yeah. That's how that's how it is. In collaboration with Fish. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like there is nothing growing on it and it does seem kind of low, so yeah. I'm guessing well, cuz like you think of like any lake that you've ever been on, like it does have at least some kind of cuz it's, you know, current moving up and over mm -hmm. yeah. especially if it and then with that uh, you know lake of acid there's probably acid rain so that's why it's another reason why it's not there's nothing really growing oh, that's a good yeah. point but yet there's growing stuff in the, in the valley. valley of wind yeah so i wonder if they're you know again the, the biology of this movie and the physics of this movie just aren't yeah, quite holding up they're no. not really lining up 
because there's probably like maybe there only maybe there there's only acid rain around specific parts of the world. It doesn't migrate. Yeah, well, they've yeah. got the the, right the wind comes off of the ocean. Yeah, right. The and the, this acid lake is on the other side of the valley from the ocean. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so the there's only the wind is protecting well, them from the the acid rain. Yeah. Then yeah. That makes sense. But then, like, you know, do they ever get acid rain? Like, I'm, I'm guessing it still rains. Yeah, it still protects it a little bit, but it still probably rains in the yeah, valley Yeah, Pajit, Pajit yeah. must have, like, oh. occasional rain that's not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's no dan- There's no singing in the rain in that town. No. No. No, everybody goes inside <laughs> when it rains. Yeah. Which isn't that often, given the what we saw of it. The desert like climate. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that you know and that island just does not look like a a fun time tom hanks and wilson would not survive on that island (laughs) no they would not but you know we kind of see as like you know as everything comes down to crashing we kind of get nausicaa like i said being revived by tato and she holds her wounded shoulder yeah as she's also also bleeding a fairly good amount yeah watching this scene it was kind of hard for me because it just reminded you when you were shot in the shoulder no no (laughs) That's never happened. never happened. But I don't know, just like her wincing and her limping is just kind of really hard to watch. Cause it just looks painful and I, I don't like seeing others in pain because I'm a It's weird how I'm looking at it person. like slow motion and the, the Tato's mane is like ruffling as he screeches. Yeah? Where? Yeah. Second, like 48... He's like, oh, well, it's kind of it's kind of one of the tropes oh, in yeah. like all and like in every anime, basically, whether it's a person or an animal, when it's like upset a little bit, like the mane or like the hair becomes agitated in some way. Yeah, sure. it goes up. You know. Yeah, that's what happens to my beard. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't. My, my beard isn't long enough to do that yet. I'll have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah, my, I can just feel it. Nobody else can see it. I just, just feel you just, it. You can yeah. just feel it tense up. Yeah. Mm. And then it's like, you know, if you go down to Denver, we'll be like, oh, he's got a tense beard. He must be upset. <laughs> That's right. All right. Anything else for minute 102? I just had some fo- some facts about fox squirrels. Oh, yeah? Oh, really? Please. Yeah. They grow in between 17.7 inches and 27.6 inches so you know roughly the size of tato mm-hmm. and they grow at least and they grow from 1.1 pounds to 2.2 pounds and they are the largest species of tree squirrel in north america often mistaken for red squirrels or northeastern gray squirrels so this is an actual is real a- species called a fox squirrel oh there it is mm-hmm. oh really scurious niger scurious scurious Niger, Eastern Fox Squirrel, or Bryant's Fox Squirrel. Who's Bryant? That's the guy that found it. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't deal that go delve that much in it. But you know, it's a pretty big looking squirrel. It is, yeah. But they come in all kinds of colors because they can be like red or you know or the grayish color. And so I just kind of looked up fox squirrel because I wanted to see. It's like, is this a real thing? And like, that's why I said I'd rather have a Tato than an actual fox squirrel. Yeah. Check out the baby. On the Wikipedia. Oh my gosh. Article. It's, it looks like a human foot, a human hand <laughs> for a foot. Wild. But other than that, yeah. No, all we've right. covered all that happens as the flying jar crashes down and Tato's mane becomes agitated. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else? No. All right. We'll call it there. Let's see you next time on Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute.